Hi there. Hi. Well, welcome to the Edge broadcast. Thank you so much for having me, Daniel. I'm excited to be on your show. I love when I join truthers, fellow truthers. It makes my heart happy. Wow. Well, look at that. I, I did not know. I got no indication from your website on that, so I'm glad uh, we're two partners in, in that situation. Well, doctor, welcome. Oh, absolutely. Well, welcome to the program. And, you know, a lot of people feel like we're in a situation now as, as the days get darker and, um, that if you had a dream um, – that it is not going to happen because that somebody's smashing all the dreams and stopping all the dreams. I don't know if we should go down that road. That's that's even darker than than what's around us now. It's almost adding to it. But somehow you've been able to create a dream and um, and uh, it worked for you. But before we get going, why don't you kind of introduce introduce yourself and, and tell us who you are and what you're about? Sure. So I started. You know, if we talk about what's going on now, I think I came in for this time because what, as, a, as a kid, I knew something wasn't right with what I was being shown life with. Life was. I'm like, there has to be more to this. And between, I think I had a lot of depression as a kid because I just wasn't, I didn't feel, I'm like, why are we here? Like, nothing, none of this made sense. It didn't, didn't seem fun. It didn't pull me here. And I think a lot of that manifested into I had spinal surgery as a teenager for scoliosis, which is the curvature of the spine. And they actually say the the, the emotional pattern behind the scoliosis is that you're being pulled in two directions. Your spine is, you know, that's why you have the S shape. So part of me was like, I want out. And the other part of me was being told this is the way life is. And, you know, so I think a lot of that was there. Um, if I knew what I knew today, I would have never had that surgery, and I was left sick and in pain for uh, for about five years. And then I discovered chiropractic, and it was the first time I heard truth. It was basically the power that made the body heals the body. I never heard that in the medical world. I didn't hear that whoa, anywhere. Whoa, whoa, Nobody whoa, whoa, could whoa. help me. Whoa, give me, slow down. Whoa, whoa, give me that sure. word there. The power that made the body heals the body. Okay, the power that made the body heals the body. Okay. All right, go ahead. Yep. Yeah, so I, I just went to chiropractic. I was in college because that's what I was told you do to become successful, trying to find myself, you know, the whole thing. Yep. And I heard that philosophy, and I just went to chiropractic school on that with all my pain, all my trauma, and it changed my life. And I think that was the unfolding for me to learn to heal myself and discover a lot of truths about the medical corruption about things that were going on, and this is in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it kind of let open the path for many more things to come. Mm-hmm. Well, that's interesting you say that because there's a big battle out there just in the last couple of years that have have unequivocally forced civilization to, to only hear that the only way to be healed or to prevent from something happening to you is to take a medical uh, inoculation of some sort and the idea of natural immunity, which is the body's ability to heal, which sounds like natural immunity, goes right into the power that made the body, heals the body uh, type of thing. And I think a lot of people found out it was what happened to them was just the opposite when they didn't allow the body to do its natural function. So we, maybe there's more power of healing built in than we, we give our bodies credit for, Doctor. I couldn't agree more. I... If I knew what I knew today, I would have never had that surgery. The surgery caused me, well, they tried to fuse my spine. And if you understand, like, from a chiropractic perspective, I adjust the spine to clear stress. 
because all the little vertebrae in your spine should be moving freely so that the nerve flow from your brain from your brain out to your, each organ out to the rest of the body can be free. That's the life force or an energetic force, God force, whatever you want to call it, flows through the body. That's how your body functions. It's like the communication line. Mm-hmm. Well, they tried to fuse all that on my spine. They actually took bone chips and cut bones off and put rods in and, and, and tried to fuse my spine so it wouldn't curve anymore. But what happened was they destroyed my immune system in the process. So I, I was sick all the time. Mm-hmm. Struck throat, headaches. I got the chicken pox, all kinds of things. And their remedy, all they know is either how to give drugs or cut it out. So I kept asking the doctor, when I'm done this prescription, I'm sick again. Or I have pain still, it's not working. Why? And then they like, oh, let me just write you a stronger prescription. I'm like, these people don't know. So that's why it was so powerful for me to find a natural method, like a the chiropractic philosophy, because I never heard that. Nobody was talking about that. Mm-hmm. So I walked away from the medical world over 25 years ago. I don't, I won't, I won't go in there. I don't want anything they have to offer, you know, and I've been living healthy and fine ever since. Um, I raised my son naturally mm-hmm. and you know, it's, it, you could leave it for emergency care only. It should probably be used for like 5% of what people are using it for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so do you think that people should take radiation for cancer treatments? No, I wouldn't. No. It it does seem to me that there's more damage done than whatever they're trying to do with that from everything that I've seen. By the way, I don't you've probably seen the website uh uh Dr. Lynn, but we do have a a poll here uh for tonight's show. It says are you living the dream life and the answers are for the viewers not at all. Yes, it's great. I'm living the nightmare. Where where do I get it? where do I get it? or somebody stole my dream, or I live in virtual reality. I guess that's people want to check out of the current reality because it's so bad. Here's your results. Right now we're looking at 29% says, I'm not living a dream at all. Now we got 18%, almost 19% saying they're living a dream. But still we got 29 that's not at all. Then we got 18% living in a nightmare. <laughs> and uh, 14%, 15%, they want to know where they can get some, get some good dreams. And then, of course, there's always the thieves out there. 14% says uh, they, they stole it. So... We'll see if those numbers change tonight if you give tips and such. And as if you've ever seen a program, you know that we do take questions from our viewing audience. And so we have a few of those. So let's go ahead and take care of a few of those. And, um, and then we'll come back to you uh, from our back to our conversation. So put your way first says, can you fix my sciatic nerve from driving a truck for 20 years plus? Wow. Well, you have to understand one thing. That's still the outside-in method. And this is kind of why I got out of practice, because people still wanted to use me as a fix-it. Like, I'm not your Tylenol. I'm not your Advil. The work has to be done within. I can adjust you all day long, but it doesn't mean if you're not doing the inner work on yourself. There's a lot. That's why I'm so big about people creating their desired life. Because if you have emotional stress, stress from your job, things that you're not happy with, it's going to come out physically. Mm -hmm. So it's not a quick fix. I had sciatica for years, and then I started which is we all have a sciatic nerve running down our legs both mm-hmm. sides but when it's irritated it really is very painful i had that for a long time but even when i started getting adjusted it didn't clear itself right away i had to really get to the place where i knew i could heal again mm-hmm. you lose the you have to lose the fear and you have to sciatic a lot of times has to deal with money stuff it's your foundation you know, even just r- driving the truck, if you're happy doing it, that's easier. But if you're not happy doing it, it's harder to clear. Mm. 
Now, granted, I do think adjustments can help. You can get some better posture in your truck, basic things like that. But I find that most people's issues run a little bit deeper than that. Mm. Now, I'm going to connect, really, uh, uh, what you just said. We had a we had a guest on, uh, a very knowledgeable lady uh, on uh, uh, knows scriptures. And, I mean, if you hear her, she, you, you would know that she's, you know, knows a whole, whole lot more than most people. And I had one of the, uh, since I've been doing this show in 2003, I've only had a couple times where, where my mouth dropped. Uh, one is where I was talking to a lady, um, Nancy, um, I can't remember her last name, but she, she she's in contact with the Zetas, and I was talking to her, Nancy Leiter, and so I was talking to her, in the middle of the conversation, <clears throat> she switched her voice and said, Hello, Daniel, I'm such and such from Zeta Reticuli. And I mean, I wasn't prepared for that. And so, you know, I'm so now I'm talking to a, a Zeta from for somebody from Zeta Reticuli, and I don't know, you know. So that was one of the mouth drops. But but this lady was another one when somebody in her live chat just simply said, asked a a, a question, you know, can you pray for me? And my mouth dropped when when this lady said no, and <laughs> I'm not going to pray for you. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm taking it back, man, because in, in my sort of life path, somebody asks you to pray, you know, and out of courtesy you do, but she was adamant about it. And she, what she basically was saying was what you're saying. It's, it's not hocus pocus. It's, you know, snap a finger or a, a genie. There's something going on that needs to be dealt with is why you're asking for prayer or there's something going on for this person who has this physical uh, ailment that that a simple thing there's root causes and we've got to be more attuned to those root causes um, for, perhaps for anyway so I mean I suppose like if say if you straighten them out somehow so to say you could but then what caused it to begin with in his natural routine goes right back to it then there's not going to be any difference there so anyway so that was the second time that I ever had a mouth drop and I and I, I did understand that but uh, so there you go alright let's get to the next question this here is this is off topic, but it says so. We're going to ask you anyway because I love to go off topic. It says Doctor Link, Doctor Link Harry, uh, I had a dream about a giant viper trying to bite me and crawl all over me when I was laying in bed. Uh, what can I do with a dream like that? You want to try that? I don't know, but I always think dreams do have messages. There might be some issues that he's not dealing with in his life, and they're choking him. You know, the, the snakes are very. Uh, symbolic too right of the divine energy trying to reach you yeah. if you can clear the demons yeah and i was i would say definitely a snake is going to be some type of demon thing all right yep. uh, kentucky girl says uh, do you know dr brian artis he's he's learned that snake venoms were being used to, to harm in recent medical assaults on humans yes i've watched a few of his interviews he's a chiropractor too i believe uh yeah he may be i believe he is yeah so, mm-hmm. wow. yeah, he has good. I, I he had he had some really good information. I was listening to a few of his interviews. <laughs> but you know, you, you pleasantly surprised me because, um, you know, your uh, how you opened up, you know, your opening statement said, you know, we're on, we're you 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 know you're on friendly territory, I guess you could say. And then I know as a host that I'm I got a friendly guest there. Uh, that has got some common sense, and so I, I didn't know. And but like I expect my, I mean my guest 
come on here a lot of times not knowing what to expect and sometimes i have a guest on because i don't do i really don't do a lot of research i mean i do some i just kind of hit over what the guest goes for because i really don't i don't want to be skewed away because if i read something and it gets bad and my mind starts oh i don't want to have this guest i can miss out I, I so i stretch myself say okay well here's a topic okay here's a couple highlights of that so i'll, I'll take that guest see what happens so i take my chances too sometimes and but it's fun that's a fun way fun way to live all right so you've been um you've been you changed your your whole life view and basically that puts you against the current narrative on so many topics so how does how's that how's that i mean do you do you just go like a checklist of things do you have to like unlearn things i guess i'm trying to get out yeah i mean we have to that was my whole thing. I guess once I, I didn't think life was that great in the beginning anyway. So it wasn't that st- much of a stretch for me to, to look for something else. But when I found chiropractic, the philosophy that opened up a whole nother world. And I, I guess with having my own issues to deal with, it was more powerful. Um, I saw all the medical corruption. I mean, I, I've been making people aware of the dangers of vaccination since 1994. And I got into practice because I really, I thought I was going to get it. I was naive, but I was 23 years old and I thought I'm going to go back to my hometown. I'm going to change the world. And like, people just don't know. They're not happy. They don't have control of their health, the medical world, the things that they think are helping them or killing them. And I, I just blindly went out, ignorance is bliss. And I realized most people didn't want to know what I had to say. And I was shocked. So (laughs) when we went through this, pandemic for the last three years I was like oh my gosh here it is again because I had to kind of make peace that people are on their own journey they have to wake up at their own time because I believe we all have challenges to make us wake up I believe everything in our, every challenge that we face in life is a spiritual can be a spiritual awakening it can be an empowerment so I thought well I have to be respectful of people's journey but the last three years they, nobody was respectful of my journey. Mm, right. They were pushing their agenda on me. I lost my freedom. They wanted to mask me. They wanted to lock me up. No way. And the people. And so that's when I started speaking up again a lot because it really. I was really angry. I was scared the first six weeks because I really thought concentration camps are next. We're done. Mm-hmm. Had enough sense to know, you know, that's where we were heading. Well, you know, and that that that's. Everything about America has been, and I'm going to use this word, and I don't use it lightly because we actually had a, a lady on last week that said this, but everything in America is being raped, everything, and it's 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 been, it's it's been destroyed from the ground up. It's been replaced with who God knows what. I mean, the the craziest stuff. Every, and so uh, I was in um, I was in I was in a local hospital for a minor procedure, and this is in the in the days of which you speaketh. And the the nurse told me because I asked her, I said, "Are there people here on ventilators?" And she says, "Yes, I hate those things." She said, "We have a floor of people on ventilators. We give them indisivir, and and when we do, they don't come out." And she told me that. She said, "She hates it because they come in like and they put them on that and they don't come out." I'm thinking, "Gee whiz, man, don't ever put me on one of those things, no matter what." But 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 as far as what I've said, what I just said previously, and that is. The idea that even doctors who have this Hippocratic oath that are sworn to protect life and to heal life, I don't know if that's in existence now. 
I, I really don't. I mean, do, do do people need to take another oath? I think I think people need to take another oath and reaffirm. And I think that if if there was a law that said everyone has to reaffirm, that a bunch of them would not do it. You know, gosh, I, I don't even know where to start. This is such a big. I don't understand. For for eighteen years that I was in practice, I never saw one person come in my office with papers from a medical doctor that actually had good advice. Like, they never understood the spine. And I'm thinking, now I kind of, I mean, the level of corruption. I never wanted to believe in the level of corruption back then. I just couldn't put my finger on what was going on. I'm like, this is madness. Like, how is it this is so common that they're so far off the mark with actually helping somebody? How can they be this clueless? You know, and now I realize it was such an agenda. Big Pharma took over. And it's only, they're only pushing drugs and surgery. They don't even understand nutrition. They don't understand how there's a healing force in the body. Like, it's so far gone. But I saw this, but you know what? Even in my own profession, even in my own profession, it's very split. There are very, some schools for chiropractic that are very philosophically sound based on natural healing. But we also sold our souls because, I mean, chiropractors were persecuted, right? We were locked up for practicing medicine without a license they would be locked up in jail and they'd still be adjusting people the ones who were true chiropractors but for us to get licensed and get a doctor title we have to pass all these medical medical boards basically i had to get a medical degree alongside my chiropractic degree and i really saw that they don't know the medical people really don't know so if you really understand that they don't know you you wouldn't be walking in their office anymore i'll tell you that mm-hmm. but our profession, I feel like a lot of the schools became taken over by, by the medical world, too, with all the red tape. So they lost their philosophy. So you have to, to find a good chiropractor. It takes some work. And then I saw friends of mine who were principal chiropractors in school. But when they got out and had to run a business and had to pay the rent, they had to pay their school loan, they started doing some stuff that wasn't for me. It wasn't pure chiropractic anymore because insurance wants to dictate what they do because they want you to prognose and diagnose and all this kind of stuff so that they pay and they want to tell you you can only have this many. I'm like, I'm not playing that game. I didn't, if I have to practice like that, I'm getting out. I wanted it wellness. I knew it didn't work like that. So mm-hmm. there's a big risk. And, and I think about how many people, how many doctors are doing it for the money or what insurance is dictating or what big pharma is dictating. So that's what led me on the path to understand the financial corruption. It led me to understand because I kept wanting to understand our economy and cash flow and how does this work? I'm like, I can only adjust so many people and I don't want to gouge people. Like for me, it was a passion. I had a hard time even taking money for my adjustment because mm-hmm. I really wanted to serve people. And I, and I saw the limit of trading time for money. So it really made me, I never, nobody taught me money or business in school because they don't teach you anything practical in school. So I really, that led me down another rabbit hole. And understanding the economy, which led me down to the Federal Reserve and how that's a corrupt organization. So, you know, once you, and I've understood that before the lockdown. So I had all these pieces, you know, that once lockdown hit, it all, the picture started to form. Mm. So. Wow. Wow. So, sounds like uh, you you, uh, you were illuminated in, in, in various aspects of a lot of things. But let me ask you something kind of on a routine type thing, on a clinical thing. What is it that, What's what? What happens when you get an adjustment and you hear the cracks and the snaps? What's snapping in there? It's really just air pockets. There's between the joints is a disc, and there's fluid in there, and mm-hmm. it just can be air pockets. That sometimes it makes the popping sound, and sometimes it doesn't. 
I can adjust someone and does it make the popping sound? And then that's, you know, some people are like, well, it didn't move because I didn't hear the popping sound. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, it did. Like, I, I do, I got more and more into doing energetic work. Mm-hmm. Two, the more sensitive I became, it, it really, for me, it became, it went from like structural adjustment, which I'm still a fan of, but mm-hmm. to a lot of energetic work because mm-hmm. I realized how power the body's all energy. Mm-hmm. And that's, that, that's the power that heals the body, you mm-hmm. know, when you really tap into that. For, and it's how happy we are. No, it's no, no. your mind and your happiness. All that controls that flow in your body. Uh, so from from a guy's standpoint, we we always, we always we have this thing. We we say, "Man, I need my back cracked." So yeah. why, why do we say "cracked"? Is it because it sounds like a cracking sound? I don't even know where that comes from, but I know that, I know that guys say that. I don't know I don't know what women say about that. I guess they it's say, I want, I, "I want my air bubble popped." Yeah, it says it's a cracking sound. It's just a slang, and it and it really it's a release. I think we want that release, mm-hmm. you know, on on so many levels. Now, is it safe for somebody to walk on your back to get that get those cracks? Um, um, I don't promote it. <laughs> I don't think, you know. That's a cheater's way of doing it. See your local chiropractor. Quit doing that kind of thing. <laughs> All right, we have this question from Grumpy Old Army Vet. It says, uh, Doctor, what is the best chiropractic method, i.e. hand mani- mani- manipulation or machine or both? I personally like hand. I, I don't want someone working on me with the machine. I want someone who is has a good adjustments with the hand. To me, that's chiropractic. Chiropractic, it means done by hand. Mm-hmm. So I've never been a fan of the, fan of the machines. Mm-hmm. All right. So we were taking, we were taking the yoga, this particular yoga class. And, um, uh, uh, and I realized that's controversial for a lot of folks. Well, let's just leave the controversy out of for a second and you can hate me later people. But <clears throat> so this lady, I mean, she would, uh, the, the instructor at, at kind of at the end, she'd have these like bags, uh, with some sort of scent in there, like I don't know what what it was. Um, uh, I would I re- would recognize the name if I heard it. But but put uh, put it over your eyes. But anyway, she would touch the shoulders, and I'm telling the doctor something would leave, like some kind of like anxiety or stress. And I'm thinking, how what what is that? Where is it going? You know, and I would imagine to some of that in the chiropractic field, the same kind of thing, the the release. Of something and and the ah oh, that felt good you know you have people say that ah oh, I feel good well it's because something is leaving I don't know what, what what is it that's leaving where does it go that's a loaded question too I mean okay let's 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 keep it simple like when you're tense right and you make a fist how tense it is mm-hmm. then when you relax it you can feel the energy release that's basically what happens with us in our spine and our body just when you're tense. We tense our shoulders. We tense our body. Sometimes we're living in a tense state. It becomes normal all the time. So when we finally let that go, it's like, oh, you breathe like you let it go. Mm-hmm. That stress. It's that buildup of energy because we're trying, trying, trying. When really, if we had just allow and relax, everything flows in our life. But we've been trained out of that. Somebody, somebody put it in the live chat, aromatherapy, and I guess that, that kind of works too, doesn't it? I mean, now, now there are the great yogis. Uh, I don't mean yogi bear, but it's like, I don't know what a yogi is. I guess it's a guy walking around in a long, like, whatever. But, they, you know, they, or somebody, or even other people, uh, they, would, they would say that they're going to touch you or whatever and pull out what's bad in there. Now, are we, are we suggesting here? That they're really not pulling nothing out, but 
you're getting that they're just figuring where that fist tension is and releasing it and then claiming I have relieved you and took all your stress from you. Now give me fifty dollars. I think the key is that we have to learn to do it for ourselves, though. And I believe that's what's happening right now. I think that's the spiritual warfare we're in. We have to remember who we are. There is a God source running in us. You can call it life force, God source, whatever your preference is. I'm not here to preach religion. Mm -hmm. But I really believe it's that spiritual vibe. We are all one. That's where we're connected. This demonic force, this satanic force, cabal, that's been running our world, that took over has been trying not only to kill us, but to program us away from that. Mm -hmm. It's in our medical world, it's in our education system, it's in our financial world, it's mm -hmm. in the religion, it's, it's in everything. Mm -hmm. If we can get back to being guided to follow our happiness, follow our intuition, follow our energy flow, walk away from things that we have to heal relationships or walk away from them, heal the money flow because we shouldn't be killing ourselves mm -hmm. 40 hours or more a week mm -hmm. to just make ends meet. Mm -hmm. We can't be filling ourselves with poisons and medications that are destroying our system. We have to learn to get back to healing ourselves, healing our mind. And I believe that I am all for about supporting getting back to our constitution here in America, especially being local, getting involved. But what I see are people getting too caught up in the drama. We have to, that's giving the drama more power. I believe the, the real work is doing the work on ourselves, on our mindset, on our own life, raising our own vibration, and also supporting doing things in our local government, being aware, being active. But it's really, it's a consciousness shift. We're going into a new vibration. And I believe we're going to come out of this. I have to give us hope because I, uh, the last two years, I was definitely in two or three years. I was in warrior mode and I lost what kind of my peace vibe because I was definitely freaking out with people. I can't, I can't stand the ignorant people. God help them. Like the, the brainwashed. Mm -hmm. But now as this 2023 hit, I feel like I'm going back to my peaceful state, working on myself again. I'm still involved with the local government, trying to do my part, but I'm back to doing my work and raising my vibration and being, that's how we influence other people mm -hmm. too, by being an example by allowing, by jo enjoying life more. That's how we're going to, that's how we took over, the, get rid of this evil. Mm. Wow. Well said. All right. Uh, here's a question from Kentucky Girl. Uh, do you know about or recommend music at 528 frequency? I don't know which frequency is good or bad. I always go with which just resonates with me if I like it or not, but mm. I think music can be so healing. Alrighty, and we have this. Uh, oh, just kind of a comment. Uh, somebody just made a comment. I lo love what you're saying. And then uh, the, the kind of a follow up question: How do we relax better? It's it's a training. I mean, it really is. It's a practice. Like it's it's like creating a new habit for yourself. And I think the greatest the greatest thing. I, so I entered what my the reason I called my book my journey to grace is about over it was in 2001 I, I went on a few mission trips and I really started mission trips to other countries I was in Brazil India with other chiropractors we were adjusting people there just pro bono just to spread chiropractic mm -hmm. and when you're adjusting people the energy is so high and I was doing a lot of work on myself um, mindset relationships um, trying to be my best self, right? Working on my money, things like that. And 
I went into an altered state where I was just happy. Like, and I realized that's the God state. Like, that's what I call grace. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what everybody's looking for because, you know, we all think we want more money or the next relationship or the next big house or we want to travel. We want to do all these things. But a lot of times we're doing it because we want to escape where we are within ourselves. But if we can find the grace, that bliss state, and it's a higher vibe, it's like, I don't know if you want to call it 4D or 5D consciousness. It's, it's better than the 3D vibe. It, it's because what mainstream society in is, is it is at a low vibration right now. And I believe our normal state is a much higher vibration. And I think that's where all this turmoil is coming from mm -hmm. because they've been suppressing us so long. And I think it's popped and we're going to start awakening and we're going to be living in this bliss state. That's what we're all looking for. Then we can create our lives from that aligned grace bliss state. And I believe that's basically what. Well, let me ask you something. So, so, uh, man, certainly, I, I want I want my my vibrations to to get higher. I'm sure people watching the program would like to 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 have some good vibrations, aka the Beach Boys too as well. But the world, by by the most part, doesn't agree with that. Is there enough good vibrations, good vibrating people out there? Is it equal, say one to one? If, if say if you raise your vibration to, let's just say in a, in a number of, of one to ten, you're at you're at an eight, and then somebody else is running at a negative eight. Does is is that an offset each one like that for the world as a whole? How does that work when there's or even there's just a small group of people that's got the right vibrations, you know, high vibrations, but the world is all negative. Does this smaller group have any effect on that bigger one? Yes. There's a book by David Hawkins called Power Versus Force. It's very powerful, and he basically says a few people in the high vibration can counteract thousands who are in the lower vibration. So that's why it's so critical that the ones who are awake right now do the work to get our vibration high. And I'm going to answer the second part because I realized I didn't finish what my thought because I, <laughs> you asked me these questions, my mind goes in a thousand directions. But so it's so important because I, a small number can counteract all this evil. And really, the evil ones are only a small amount, if you look at it, who are controlling the world. A small cabal. So, yeah, mm -hmm. it's a small cabal, but it's the problem is all the brainwashed people who think they're victim or buying into what they're saying and they lost the, their, they don't realize their own power. Mm -hmm. So, to raise, it's very simple. We want to struggle and make things complicated. I'm guilty of it too. We always, as humans, we're wired and society kind of, praises those who work the hardest, right? Mm -hmm. But it's really about getting happy. And some even that might be too much for some people, but you know what a great thing is? If you start journaling, gratitude, what are you grateful for in your life that raises your vibration? What are things that inspire you? Start making lists. And I think it's more powerful to put pen to paper because I think something healing happens in your brain to do that. But look at what are you grateful for? What inspires you? What makes you happy? And people think it has to be, I'm like, like something really important. I'm like, no, it's the small things. Like, oh, I saw a little, a cute dog today. That made me happy. Write it down. Be aware of that. Oh, you know, oh, the sun was shining today. That's amazing. Or maybe I wasn't in as much pain today as I was yesterday. Like we have to start be, being aware of what uplifts us. We're, fo we're trained to focus on our problems. Mm -hmm. And the more we focus on our problems, they get bigger. But if we can train ourselves to focus on the blessings, mm -hmm. that creates happiness. But that's your joy. It's the simple things. And that changes your vibration. And then we can start changing the world 
even your own outer world mm. from that place. Mm. Uh, by the way, I want to welcome uh, uh, Sneaker, Antivirus, and Tammy Hall and Rose Renolf in the live chat. Uh, there's a Bible scripture out there that says uh, when um, when this world is through and all everything's being looked at, it they're going to go to the I don't know if it's Satan or the devil or who 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 it is, but it, there's a statement that says that somebody asked the question, "Is this the one that deceived the entire world?" Which tells you what you sort of what you just said is there's not a whole a world full of evil people operating at negative vibrations we've got a lot of people probably in the mid-range but we have the smaller group that projects their vibrations as if they've got all these others with them and that you're the outcast if you run in a higher vibration you haven't bought into them you know what i'm saying it's sort of a deception to think that the, the 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 negative force is projecting itself much bigger than it really is oh i agree absolutely because they pro with that propaganda and the terrible media. They just keep programmed so everybody thinks that the majority is that way. I don't. I think it's. I think we're awakening more than we think. I think there's more people awake now than we think. But a lot of people aren't speaking up because they're afraid. Mm -hmm. You know, they still don't want to be in the spotlight. They mm -hmm. just want to go with the, the status quo. Mm -hmm. But I think a lot of people are, are more awake than they were even three years ago. Right. I think we're shifting. I, yeah. I really have a, a positive feeling about that well and what you're saying too is that people are the term for that is self-censoring and i gotta admit that i certainly have done so i mean i was kicked off of, of youtube for life with no ability to appeal because my i was so so egregious nobody knows what that is what was said uh they said there's no hope for me <laughs> to ever come back that's why I'm, that's why we're streaming on rumble right now but uh even then i i thought i know i well you know, I thought, well, I'll just keep it down on the down low and I'll maybe throw out a sentence or two, but I'm not going to do a whole show on a certain subject. Uh, but that wasn't it, man. I mean, their algorithms caught a word somewhere, maybe a sentence somewhere in one of the thousands of programs and said, You're, this, look at this guy. Boom. Cut him right off. So I, I have self-censored, although I'm self-censoring less these days uh, because, you know, uh, you know, it's the old adage, you know, uh, you got to stand for something or you'll fall for anything. And, uh, you know, People got to more people got to stand up. That's that's for sure. All right, got a question coming in from Seven Mile Bridge. Says, Doctor, how much does nutrition and what you eat have to do with your health? You know, I, I like people to get back to finding their natural cravings because I believe eating should be a joy. But there is a place where you need to analyze what you're putting in your mouth in the sense that our they poisoned our food you know, with so many pesticides and chemicals and processing that we have to get, and even, I don't know, some of this, I go into the, mar the market and what they call organic looks terrible sometimes, but I try to buy organic. I use products that are clean without the chemicals. Um, mm -hmm. I've been doing that for a long time and I do it, you know, I try to buy 80% of the time organic. It's not possible to be 100% all the time, right. but I, I eat less, like, because I think you, you end up overeating when you're compensating for not feeling good inside. So hmm. being aware of why you're eating, what mood you're in when you're eating, are you really enjoying your food? I feel bad when people are so like, so hung up. Oh, I have to be gluten free. I have to, um, I can't eat this much. I have to lose weight. Like listen to the mental monkey mind talking. Like there's no peace. So they're causing, they're in this 
rat race cycle of judging their food and that causes just as much stress mm -hmm. as rather than just enjoy your meal and you'll find balance you know mm -hmm. a little bit of everything and try to you know so you can have I a, don't like so you can have a little, you can have a little bit of everything I like that now uh, I I, uh, I have told people on, on the program um, that come on the show that I work I work on a system of credits so that I will eat or some organic food and certainly nothing with pesticides or GMOs in it and then I'll go get and I'll earn my credits and then I'll go get a good a big old fat meat lovers pizza from Pizza Hut because I've earned the credits you see so I and, and that makes me happy but speaking about making me happy now here's the thing see I think that as you said you know ha enjoy your food so one of my favorite s snacks is Oreos Oreo cookies and milk okay I mean that that's just one one of my favorites there now they've got something called double stuffs so Oreo cookies in general make me happy double stuff make me very happy well my wife just says she saw I don't know if it was Walmart or where but there's the next level Oreo cookie with that much stuff in the middle so if the double stuff makes me very happy I don't know where I'm going to be ecstatic, I guess, with that. But with that kind of happiness, even though <laughs> there's nothing you can even spell in the ingredients, and nobody knows what that is, but the, the, is my happiness, does it overcome those long word things that I can't spell or pronounce? I think it's how you feel. I do. I, do. I think if you're really enjoying your cookies and you have a nice glass of milk or whatever and you're enjoying yourself, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think, but when I have something like that, I then I start craving. Like I know I can only eat so much like that for a period of time, and then I'm like craving a salad or a smoothie or something healthy because my body's like, Ugh. like mm. I can have a little bit, mm -hmm. and I enjoy it, and I don't have it's fine. But I know, like I need something to counteract that either the next morning or you know what I mean. Like mm. I, that's kind of how you. It's about listening to your body. It'll tell you when I think when you're clear, you're clear of the toxins and you're clear of the judgment. Mm -hmm. You just listen to your body. It guides you at exactly what you need. Mm -hmm. And I think it's I think it's key to have those moments to really enjoy your food like that and mm -hmm. enjoy all your all the things you want. Mm. All right. I like that. <laughs> but let me ask something. So could we say that love is the highest vibration that you can attain? As long as it's not, uh, there's so many, love is such a, a overused word, right? Okay. I, I think in the highest form of love, yes, I agree. I think we are love. I think that's our high God vibe, bliss vibe, whatever you want to call it. I mean, I really believe that Jesus came to show us that we can be just like him and do everything he did. I don't think he was here telling us to worship him or to all this, but saying you can do these things and greater, right? Like I believe that's the energy we can become like him, a master, a master creator. Mm -hmm. And, and that he was a love vibe. Right. And I think we can all be in that mm -hmm. place. I think we're here to create heaven on earth. I really believe that. And I think that's what the shift's happening right now. So if I became a shadow person and peeked in your medicine cabinet, would I find toothpaste with fluoride? No. I don't use the fluoride type toothpaste. I can't believe I come up with that. That's pretty good. All right. Um, oh, here's some. Somebody says take the Oreos and ground them up in a blender with some with some cream cheese. 
and dip in chocolate. Wow. Okay, man. We've got recipes going on here. Who knew where this, this interview was going to go tonight? Uh, so, and in fact, people watching the show in the live chat, put down your, your favorite, your most favorite food of all time. The, 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 if you had to live on one thing and it didn't matter, no health thing at all, but the, you, the food you love, I want to know what other people say. All right, let's go back to the, um, the, uh, the results of the poll, see if we've got any changes here. Dr. Lynn Carey, we still got about 30% said they're not living a dream life, and then 18%. So really, it didn't look like the numbers have changed. Of course, they don't really change too much during the show because most people have already taken the poll. They come to the, they come to the website early during the day. Every Saturday morning when that new poll comes up, it, people come and hit that poll, so they're about polled out by some time to get to the show. But is it possible? We're talking about creating your, your, your dream life. Can everyone create a dream life? Only certain people. I think everybody can do it. I think we're here to create our dream life. I think that's our purpose. It's to follow our passions, our inspirations, and they just, they've taught us wrong. I mean, I don't know. I had to unlearn everything I learned. I, I went through school and wasted my time. I had to figure out everything life school when I got out. So I believe there's a way to create passive income, cash flow, so that you can spend your time doing things you love and not working hard for your money. You can only trade so much time for your money. That, I mean, especially the way they break the money system, that it's not real money and inflation and all this, you'll be trapped. You're in, it's an enslavement system. So you have to get outside of that. You have to learn. You have to learn. And the thing is, is that some, some people have an easier time than others because some people aren't as my, they don't have as many demons in the mind. Does that make sense? Like they don't have as many things to clear. If they had a happier childhood, if they weren't, taught that they couldn't be this or that if they weren't didn't have all these false beliefs that they have to clear that's the journey and i believe that's the journey to create your best life is to really create remember who you are and to create that clear mindset that's where where it all comes down to mm. so i'm just wondering we got we already got responses coming in and let's go, go ahead and check uh favorite foods in the live chat going on now here we go uh white castle hamburgers have you ever heard of white castles i've heard of it well, I know they got, certainly got them here in Indiana. I love them too. They're, we call them sliders, and the reason okay. they're a little square hamburger. Been, they've been okay. made, they're one of the earliest hamburgers ever, I think. They're certainly okay. before McDonald's. But anyway, they're they're, they're about like this. And you slide down your mouth. All right, so White Castle hamburgers. Uh, we got um, eggs. Somebody said eggs. Uh, here's somebody. Uh, man after my own heart. Oreo cookie double stuff. We got <laughs> two people say hamburgers. Um, and by the way. If anybody's got a Ford's restaurant, go there. Um, chips and salsa, and then uh, grinding up the Oreos in the blender, that's good there. Homemade pizza. Um, then somebody says, that's too hard of a question. Okay, I love so many different foods. <laughs> so I'm a ribeye steak. So I'm, so is it, now we, we can move along from the, the food thing, but if somebody has just been cheated on or wronged in some way, should, should they – Go to their favorite food, the one that makes them happy, and just indulge themselves and say, oh, you know what, and, and then be able to analyze the situation more rationally because if they leave that undone, they're going to have a lot of angst and depression from it. But if they have the immediate offset of the favorite food, could that help them think clearly about the situation, about the relevance, and exactly how bad that really is? How about that? Yeah, I mean, I think it's finding relief in the moment. But then you have to be aware if you're going to move out of that state, are you going to, some people can keep eating and eating and eating and mm. they don't ever right, become aware that. 
of their feelings. But I think we have to feel all our feelings. They're there for a reason to teach us. They're all important. You can't suppress the bad ones. It's about mm -hmm. honoring them and letting them come up. And I think, mm -hmm. I think we want to st stuff them down, stuff them mm -hmm. down instead of feeling them. Sometimes we stuff them down with food. Mm -hmm. um, but it's about feeling them. That's how they release. Mm -hmm. If you honor those feelings and not be afraid to feel them, mm -hmm. that's where we get stuck. Now, <clears throat> feelings is subjective. Do do feelings in any way go into these achy parts of our bodies? You know, like you know, being a chiropractor, you should. I guess I think seems like back would be the main main one. But uh, do they go into those areas? Yes. I mean, I, I would say 80% or more is mindset, and it's your emotions that's getting stuck in your body. People have dis-ease, dis you can label it whatever you want. I call it dis-ease. You're not flowing. Your energy and your all your stress, whether it's about your job, your relationship, um, unprocessed negative emotions in any aspect, from childhood mm. to what's going on in your life now, if you're not dealing with them, it comes out physically. Mm. Don't mean to gross you out, but I'll, I'll give you two stories of guests kind of along these subjects. One one doctor came on the program and said that if you take three dumps a day, you will be the most healthiest, well-adjusted person ever. And then uh, kind of along your lines, another doctor from England said that he had, uh, I don't know, he didn't say that he cured cancer, but he said in the thousands of cancer patients, that their cancer went into remission he did it by analyzing what was going on in their life and most of those had to do with toxic relationships that needed to be ended and then their cancer disappeared and i'm not making medical advice here on the program people watch the show know who i'm talking about and heard that but there there are definitely i mean rather than going to the pill cabinet you know going to the doctor get psychotropic drugs, what what have you, overeating, over drinking, these kinds of things, to medicate yourself out of isn't going to fix the root causes or so it sounds like there's a whole lot more to to solving our health problems than that. I mean it sounds like it's almost an easier part. Of course getting rid of a toxic relationship is never going to be easy, but there are there are different ways of doing it, it looks like. I agree a hundred percent. I really believe that the emotional causes if you can get to the root of that. Now, my father died when I was 12 from cancer. I don't believe it was cancer. I believe he was a he failed many times at businesses. He was an entrepreneur at heart, was trying to find financial freedom for himself. And I wish I could have it a conversation with my dad now because I think we'd have a lot to talk about. But I feel him guiding me, you know, and I, I feel like because he passed over first, he gave me the courage to live a fearless life because I really wasn't attached. I always felt like I had one parent on the other side and one parent here. But I know it was these broken dreams. And I know he didn't have people to talk to about that. Like, they were just like, get a job. And he had to start working at a job at night shift at a bakery. And he was miserable. His life force was just drained right out of him. And then mm -hmm. he, he went to the medical world, and they just sold him with poison. And they basically just pushed him right in the grave. I mean, they destroyed his body. He didn't even know who I was at the end. Oh. And I, I knew, like, that I would never take those poisons. They're poison. I mean, how did we get to the place where we think chemotherapy and radiation is normal? You would never put that in your body if you're healthy. Mm -hmm. Like, this is how warped everything's got. And we think that's normal. Well, that is not normal. When I first discovered the effects of fluoride, uh, I really came at it to um, 
rebut have a rebuttal against people who's who are starting to say that it's toxic and it's this and it's that and it's evil and i'm thinking wait a minute man we've been hearing forever how good it is now we've got these kooks running around over here saying that fluoride fluoride's bad for you and i so i went to re, you know have a rebuttal against them so i did research and it didn't take too long before i thought i started saying oh <laughs> i see i see the point here and uh, it's not good it doesn't it doesn't bode well you know and then that was the end of fluoride in my life so um but that led me on to sort of like you had a, it sounds like you had a road road traveling of reevaluating belief systems that have been put to you through the system itself and we don't even know if our thoughts are our own that we haven't been programmed but that yeah. fluoride, that fluoride incident caused me if, if that's such a big lie and i said like, well i'm just going to look at the they say it's not even fda approved so i looked at the back of the toothpaste and there was no fda approval and then i then i saw the little thing said if you take a teaspoon of this call your poison center i'm thinking what would i call a poison center why shouldn't i call a doctor you know, I mean, so I meant, it's like, this is like the most obvious out in the open lie that everybody believes. So I'm thinking, well, who, who, what else are they lying about? You know, that led me on my track, even to this show. Well, who else is lying about this and that? Of course, radiation treatment is certainly another one of those. You know, who said that was good? Probably the same people that said that the fluoride was good. You know, the, as far as I can tell, it traces back to um the Manhattan Project, where they used fluoride in the manufacturing of a bomb, and then they put the fluoride, they used fluoride out in the field, which happened to be an Indian reservation, and it killed all the cattle and all the grass, and that became the first environmental lawsuit in the United States based on fluoride. But most people don't know that, you know. So I'm just thinking, well, how many more of these things are out? How many more topics are are just like that? There's a lot, and I'm grateful that I had my chiropractic um, foundation because I raised my son completely different. My son, I had a home birth with my son. He's never been vaccinated. He was not circumcised. He was breastfed. Um, I raised him. He's always been homeschooled. I did give him, oh, he always had choice. I'm like, do you want to go to regular school? I hated it, but you might like it. He went for a year and a half. He, he liked it. And then he decided it was time to come out. But I always let him make decisions because I knew I'm like, we're all screwed up because we've never been allowed to listen to ourselves. We've always been taught to listen to somebody else who knows better. But I always let my son, I'm like, well, why do you feel that way? Or what do you want? And he always knows what he wants. And for, for one example, the most medication he's ever had in his 16 years is an Advil. And um, he had a headache one day. And I said, well, what do you want? Like, you want me to adjust you? You want an Advil? What do you need? And he's like, I just need to go rest. And now he drinks all this water. I'm not even a big water drinker, but he's like, I notice I feel better when I drink a lot of water. So see, like, he decided on his own. I've always let him guide himself because I know it, we all have to get back to our own guidance. That's the best answer. And that, you know, you can't, you can follow somebody else's guidance for a while until you get on track to understanding what you need and what, you know, we just have to unlearn all this crap. Mm -hmm. So I, I have a personal vendetta against the pharmaceutical industry because um, a brother of mine was diagnosed with clinical depression and they put him on some kind of drug and then he, he decided you know what well, I can't keep taking this drug and he got off of it and then he committed suicide and that's what happens to a lot of people so it's like the cure was was worse than the disease and t most cases that's the case and I I know people that take multiple pills for multiple reasons and I think half of the pills they take and I'm sure you've seen people with the pill cases half of those are to offset the other half the 
what happens when you take you know the the symptoms of the other one so it's like how many how many pills you got to take so how much is that is really helping you you don't really know and typically a person with all those pills they don't ever seem to get better they seem yeah. to stay exactly where they are in the health and you would think well I'm taking all the doctors in and I was diagnosed and I mean surely they know what they're doing they've been handing these pills out to so many millions of people I mean well they're all still stuck in the pill thing too it's a it's a freaking circle man and but the, the people that take those pills are still on still I don't think they ever get off them and, I, and they never seem to live healthy lives you would think at some point they're gonna say this can't be the answer I don't I, now here based on my own experience I don't tell anybody I wouldn't suggest anybody stop cold turkey see Daniel Lott said throw your pills away Daniel Lott says if, if, if you do that you do your research do your due diligence and start coming down off of it and get back to something natural because it just seems almost guaranteed that if you go back to natural and I like how you said what the the power that made the body has the power to heal the body well you got that going on and then you also have strangely enough on this planet I believe there's a plant that can cure any disease I think it was made that way it was designed that way I think the Indians knew most of the plants that could kill, cure illnesses uh, older ancient civilizations knew about these plants that could heal because they didn't have pharmaceutical companies back then they turned to the natural world and all the cures were in there so you got two things that you can do besides going to the pharmaceutical company can I tell you too what happens with the people and the pills because this is what happened to me I had strep throat a lot and I used to feel fear this was before I found chiropractic I used to feel fear that I had to get the antibiotics you think oh if you have something like strep you need antibiotics right well I was on antibiotics so much that I was getting it every month and my throat would just flare up so bad like almost like you, you couldn't swallow you couldn't breathe but I just got to a point where I just had to go I had to get off because I realized there's every time you take an allergy medicine every time you take a pill every time you're suppressing your body's what your body's going to get rid of it if you allow it to go through its process the more you take the pill the, the when you get off the stronger the reaction you see like your body has more extreme symptoms because it's trying to balance itself out because you're the body's trying to do what it wants to do you're taking a pill to get rid of it but then the body has to get rid of the pill and still do what it has to do so once you get back in now I mean I might get a little bit of a tickle in my throat and it's gone the next day you know and I used to have terrible strep throat colds all that growing up because I was always medicated mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. well I, I you know I you know praise God I've been uh, relatively healthy myself but i'm from a generation uh though i'm only about i'm only like 23 right now uh so i'm at you know i'm with the young but anyway when i was younger um uh, i'd get out in the dirt i mean i would you know play in the dirt i would go to creeks and i'd be chasing little crawdads in in creeks and uh you know get cuts and just rub dirt in there and go on about my business and i think that today's kids of course all they got is a cell phone, and they don't even know there's an outside world. I don't think, and they want they want to disappear. Now that's one of our questions. You know, they trying to disappear in a virtual reality. Well, they're the, even. I think even children have a void, and we talk about food. Don't let food fill that void because you can that can have the opposite effect of your happiness. You know, don't fill that void with anything um, that's destructive. But certainly, technology is people trying to use technology to fill that void as well and that's most people at this point in time I think yeah I mean there's pro there's positives and negatives to everything and it, it's the intention how you use it and how 
you know, are you using it as a crutch, using it for your enjoyment and you know how to self-regulate? And that could be with anything, technology, food, relationships, the job, the money, right? It's everything. It's about really getting beyond all of that. Mm. All right. Um, Believe says their favorite food is refried beans and mashed potatoes. Now, I'm wondering... (laughs) What's up with that? Okay, I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a cook or anything, but why do you got to refry them? Something, I don't know. I mean, the, the first fry, the first fry of the beans didn't work, and you got to refry them. I'm not sure, so believe you're gonna have to explain that to me. <laughs> and uh, I do. Hey, those people that are say, uh, saying sorry about my brother, I appreciate that. that that's that's kind. I, I didn't wasn't looking for that, but uh, thank you so much. All right, so as a chiropractor, and you're talking about alignment skeletal alignment i suppose but it sounds like there's a whole lot more alignment there's there's something else going on too that maybe emotional alignments and you even used the, in the first hour you even used the word spiritual uh but how does the body get out of alignment and how long will it stay in alignment once you align it stress fear sometimes you can stay clear i think we self-regulate all the time but when you start hold, having hold on, um, hold on i want to stop you there i just came to me something just came to me uh what you just said okay so i used to visit nursing homes and old old ladies in particular but some men i would meet two kinds of people people that appeared to be happy in their situation and those people and i'm going to give the eye and the look like this they were looking that you were going to steal from them or hurt them or take something from them something they had to scowl and it, I just remembered that it seems most of those people were hunched over. You know, they they were hunched severely hunched over, and they're looking around like this. You know, like you're going to get them or something. I'm just wondering, is that what you're talking about? Could that be? Absolutely, I agree. It's the perspective in life. Are you following your joy? Or are you following the fear? So that it, it's very spiritual. Chiropractic. I mean, it started physical for me, right? The, the physical aspect and the rational aspect, but I went very much into the spiritual and it's a metaphor for life. But really when you're in that, when they're scowling, right? They curl over, they're down because they're protecting themselves. They're in fright or flight, they're fear. When you're in joy, your shoulders go back, you're in ease, you're happy. You see that, that's everything. I mean, it sounds, it's so simple, but that's, that's everything. Hmm. Interesting. All right, we're talking, for those who just joined the program, we're talking with Dr. Lynn Kerr. We're talking about creating your dream, dream life. If you have any questions, put it in the live chat, and Jade, our moderator, will get it over here to us, and we'll get it to the, the good doctor before we go. So um, so you straighten them out. I think it kind, of, it kind of messed you up there a little bit, but you can straighten people out. But now, do you give advice? How do you do – you, I mean, is there like a, a spreadsheet of some sort where you say, okay – we're going to get you straight now, and we're going to work on you a little bit here. But there's a reason why you got in this condition. Do you go like have a, like a sort of a checklist of some sort to say, now here's what you don't want to do to get back in this condition? So what I ended up formulating was from my own research, my own things that I figured out for myself. I I wrote the book to share my journey of how things I overcame, right? So people, because I always learn from people's stories. I love to hear what people how they overcame something and looking at life a different way. So I I have resources in my book. I also have other things that I do. Like I formulated a master class, um, healthy habits coaching, and um, even like creating another stream of income coaching. I have other avenues, um, like a blueprint. Like I created just, 
ideas, if they resonate with you, that you can go on. Mm -hmm. um, and I noticed the, the title there, um, my, my, my Journey to Grace there, um, it seems like that has a, um, uh, a sort of a, a religious connotation there, uh, and and I I think some people have have, have kind of uh, delineated that grace is unmerited favor. Uh, is that your understanding of the word grace? What is, what is your understanding of the word grace in that in your, in your title? For me, I'm not really. I was raised Catholic, so I'm not big into religions. Um, mm -hmm. I'm very spiritual about finding your own connection to your source, whatever mm -hmm. you want to call it. Um, and for me, grace is the bliss state, that high vibe. It, it's basically, it feels like you're falling in love, but there's no other person involved. It's just you. You're just happy for no reason. And, and life's a joy. <clears throat> and you start manifesting whatever you, what, what you need, and you're guided and led. And, it, and it's really, we're supposed to be here living a mm -hmm. grace, magical life, mm -hmm. creating heaven on earth. All right. Now, again, back to the, uh, in the first hour when you mentioned the, the uh, spiritual component, how does that tie in? Uh, to what we're talking about tonight. So the spiritual component to when I adjust someone is that right. What you when mean? you adjust somebody, the the idea of chiropractic, your your chiropractic medicine or your your service or whatever, how's that yep. tie into spirituality? Yep. So there's the whole thing is based on the as a chiropractor we call it innate intelligence. There or a, that's the life force that runs your body. Because what's the difference between a person who's alive or a person who's dead? There's a force. There's a life force there, right? The soul. And we say, we recognize, and try to put it in layman's terms, that that energy, it's electricity or a life force running through your brain, down your spinal cord, out to the nervous system, to all the parts of your body. And this is how, it's like you think about electricity running back and forth on the nerves wiring. Well, the, the nervous system is protected by, the brain's protected by your skull, and the spinal cord is protected by all the little vertebrae. Okay. And they're, they have, they're individuals you can bend and move, right? So all those bones should be free and moving, but because of stress, what we carry um, <clears throat> from its physical stress, emotional stress, chemical stress, you can get locked up. That Remember that fist clenched mm -hmm. state? Mm -hmm. um, sometimes those little uh, bones, those vertebrae in your spine don't move properly, they get stuck. So with, with an adjustment, we just put motion back into it so that there's better brain-body connection, better communication lines, which is your immune system. So that's the basic premise of chiropractic is just open those channels so there's more life force flowing, which is your immune system. Let the body heal itself. Mm. For me, it's a metaphor for everything, though, because if you can start doing that, align yourself, align, shift your perspective, change your thoughts from fear to happy, fear to joy all the time, to have a new perspective, open your mind to what's really going on here. Mm-hmm. You're aligning yourself all the time and creating joy and creating more abundance, more blessings. You're attracting mm -hmm. all these things into your life instead of being crunched up, worry, fear. You're creating disease, poverty, all these things. It's a lower vibrational mm -hmm. realm. I could adjust somebody like that all day, but if they don't change their mindset and, and the way they're living their life, it's, it's pointless. Mm -hmm. Oh, let me let me let me say this here because uh, I see somebody in the live chat sort of uh, agreed that uh, their view is uh, uh, grace as a uh, as a in a dictionary sense is undeserved favor. Uh, you you just said you did not take a shot and you discovered ways to create your your dream your your life's dream. Uh, is it 
fair to say, do you feel like you deserved the knowledge that allowed you to be in a place where you wouldn't say take the death shot and you wouldn't follow all of the recommendations of fusing your spine that, or do you feel like you deserve to know or do you, because you live such a great life that it came to you or do you feel like you're a person who's made mistakes and somehow, some way you got information and you realize you shouldn't do this and you shouldn't do that because I say that because others have taken those things and untold numbers of them, millions are now damaged. Who knows how many have died? People are dropping all the time. They did not get, they did not, were not in a place of understanding and information that say you or I had. Do you see where I'm going with this? They, did, they didn't have that. They may not have the information. Um, they may not have believed, but either, either we got that information and because we feel like we're such a good person that the spirit or whatever out there gave us that information or that we're just people that made mistakes, but somehow we got that information in spite of ourselves. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I think we're all, I think we all have, I believe we're all the same. I think we all come in with different beliefs and scenarios that we want to work through, that we chose. I believe it's all divine. Now, you could have taken that shot in the last three years, and maybe you can get better. Maybe this is your opportunity for an awakening. I mean, I had a surgery. Was I a bad person because I had a surgery? Or I wasn't so-called blessed at 15 when I had that spinal surgery, and then I had two, because then they put the rods in. I was lucky enough they took them out. I don't know why, because I, I had no idea what was going on at the time. And it, it left me really sick. But to me, it's the greatest blessing in my life, because now I don't have fear of disease. I was able to have my awakening from that. Mm -hmm. So I think sometimes when you have a disease or you have a, a reaction to something that was bad, like uh, the vaccine, it's your opportunity for awakening. If you're questioning it, go for it. This is your time to remember who you are. I believe anything's possible. It's intention. It's if you want to. Mm -hmm. So I guess, Dr. Lynn, I guess I'm asking, so what What kind of, it, it, with, my, with my description of grace, unmerited favor uh, or divine intervention uh, or divine information come to you, which person are you, the person that deserved that grace or a person, a person who didn't deserve it but got it anyway, and now here you are healthy and with with your dreams coming true. Which which type of person are you? I think we all deserve it, but I think we all have to work on our self worth. Well, a lot of us think we're undeserving, and I would say I probably thought I was undeserving. I think I'm still working on aspects of that. I mean, I grew up Catholic. If there's guilt in everything I do, I was, you know, I felt I was raised that if we weren't working hard. I felt guilty. Like mm -hmm. I can't spend money on that. Oh, it's not. It's frivolous. You can't do that. I mean, everything was guilt. Mm -hmm. You know, and well, it was would, like a control. Would, you, so I don't, okay. Well, no, wouldn't you? Wouldn't you? Uh, in in this in this frame, um, the thing that I'm framing here, wouldn't you be better to say acknowledge an undeserved favor? Wouldn't we be more compassionate to those who didn't get the favor that that we got? And have more. Wouldn't we, by necessity, have more compassion on them? Because we, we say, well, we didn't deserve it. And but because if we did feel like we deserved it somehow, and somebody else didn't get it, well, they didn't deserve it. I mean, wouldn't we be more compassionate if we felt like we didn't deserve it? If we got it. I have compassion for most people. I think I get tired though when people don't wake up. They don't. 
I mean, it's in their face, and they're still choosing to not do anything about it. Mm-hmm. How, they're draining. Like they're they drain your energy. They're soul suckers. <laughs> I'll agree with that. Draining is a good, draining is a good word. And uh, so, somebody in the live chat did point out that everyone had the information we're talking about, but we were talking about grace in this context here. Um, so all right. So here's some more a few more questions here, uh, Doctor, uh, from our moderator Jade. I heard that one can get micro fractures in the vertebrae using chiropractors regularly. Is there any truth to that? Not that I'm aware of. I've never heard of that. Okay. And uh, how about this? What is your go-to stress reliever? I like to read and I like to take walks. Okay. Okay. Um, hey, why not throw that to people in the live chat? If you got a quick second, what you, what's your go-to stress reliever? And uh, I would say mine would be uh, right here. That's my guitar there in the background. That's, nice. my, that's my stress reliever right there. Or going to a movie. Um, all right, that's a good question there. Uh, Australian Ben says, what's a good way to make a pinched nerve in your neck settle? Get happy. Don't worry, be happy. You can get adjusted, but it's your stress. It's going to be triggered when you're stressed. And and by labeling it, because now you know it's there, mm. so you're always saying, I have a pinched nerve. Mm. Watch, you have to watch your verbiage and how you talk about things, because we create it. I agree with you right there. And I know she said in the first hour about writing things down, and I think <clears throat> because uh, it, there's a, a, another level of internalizing something if you do write it down, and you, then you see it later. Um so I guess uh, in in that situation there, um, uh, if they have that, they had, I guess they get a, a pinched nerve. Uh, there's something that caused that to begin with, right? Some root cause that caused that to begin with. It's usually because you're you're getting the pinched nerve can clear up. The thing is, people will come in my office and be like, "Oh, I've had this for 25 years," and I'm like, "It's probably been good." It's gone by now, but you keep recreating it because you're labeling, I have this. I have this. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, technically, I should be living in pain. If you saw, if you looked at my spine on an x-ray, it doesn't look like it should be a normal spine, but I function normal and I don't have pain anymore. Mm-hmm. So and I don't think any part, extra parts grew back that they cut off of me. But mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like, how do you how do you talk about your body and your health? You talk, we, we label things. I have this. Okay, so- you own it. All right, so to finish my thought on, on writing, it, writing it down. Um, now, and I, this is a, the, the question was written the way I would write it, a good way to make a pinched nerve in your neck. It didn't say in my neck. So I'm wondering when we say my cancer or, or my illness, are we in some way taking ownership of that and saying nobody do nothing with it because it's mine? Is there, is, there, is there anything to reframe in that and say the rather than my Absolutely. I think that's a huge step to just not make it so personal so you don't take that on. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, our stress relievers from the, the live chat is coming in. Uh, hiking in the woods. We've got uh, fishing, uh, bird watching out there. We got gardening and food canning and processing, learning new things. By the way, I just, uh, me and the wife just, uh, for the first time, we tapped our maple trees and got maple sap and we made maple syrup and man and because we have bees and stuff so i thought nothing was sweeter than honey until i found maple syrup from our own maple trees and i gotta tell you it it takes 
40 quarts of, of sap to make one quart of but of maple syrup but oh is it worth it there all right uh then we got um uh stress reliever says listening to daniel sing okay people like my singing okay that, that relieves their stress i could see that or it could make somebody want to hurt themselves so for some people it's good some people it's bad <laughs> so so that's kind of funny there all right so um getting back to creating a dream and you said that everyone can now some poor soul that say is a quadriplegic. Can that person create a dream? Why not? Everybody, we have judgment on what a dream looks like, but what everybody has comes in with a different soul plan. You know, maybe that was part of his soul plan to find his empowerment as a quadriplegic and be an example for others of look what I can do as this person, you know? So we all have judgment on what we think it should look like, but everybody's different mm-hmm. so what so are you saying then for those who are watching the show and like i say in the in the in the the poll results show the majority by almost half say they're not living a dream life at all don't want to put it i don't want to put it on them but are you saying it's because they really don't want to take the effort or they don't have the knowledge which one do you think is probably most i know you're going to probably say both but which one do you think is more prevalent as to why somebody's not living a dream life I think well the thing is, is that it took me uh, 30 years I'm still uncovering knowledge you know I, I when I want an answer I search it out until it resonates with me and then I find what I need to do and I act I see a lot of people they don't act or they don't or they people spend their lives very busy with things that aren't important I watch that I'm like they run around they keep themselves busy maybe so they don't have to feel hmm. but I live very purposefully you know, I only do things that are important. I need time. I can just be, too. I don't have to keep myself busy. So I get done what's important, and then I know how to allow and just be. So I think it's a combo of finding what you need and acting on it. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have the answer, you keep researching. You act. You keep looking for it until you – it'll come. Mm-hmm. But you have to be persistent. I don't understand people who are procrastinators or who don't act on what they want in life. I, I'm not that type of person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, and then going back to what you just said a, a few minutes ago, the, uh, they're, they're like, uh, they're a, there's a group of people out there, really, that are just sort of energy vampires, man. Uh, they just suck the life out of you, and, you know, you see you see their life is miserable, and I, I've come to the conclusion that some of these people, you just got to move, just, just go on because they're so miserable all the time. It's as if... They want to be miserable, and you can't say or do anything. Talk about leading a horse to water. It's not even near that. It's like, you know, there's opportunities and information out there to change your life, but you're just choosing not to. So, you know, from the biblical standpoint, it says don't cast your pearls before swine. What you could say is quit casting stuff to, to a deep hole. That hole is there are people that will take what you got. And they'll run with it, and their lives can be changed, and maybe they can help somebody else change their life. But there's a whole—you've got to be discernful in this matter because there's a whole another group of people that have been created. And I say created that are just in this life of despair because they don't want anything else than that. They're used to it. They've internalized it. It's part of them. And if you try to pry them out of that life of despair, they're going to get angry at you. Yeah, I've I've learned it wasn't easy. But I've learned to detox myself from those kind of people in my life. I, I don't stay long around people like that. 
I used to because I used to try to fix and help everybody. And or some people, you know, family, whatever you think you're obligated. And I'm like, you know what? It's killing me. I got to go. Mm. Well, you can only you can only do so much. All right. So right. We're, so we're talking about your book here. And uh, let's get that thing in the background there. Your journey to grace. Now, I, I, I would say that your journey is not over. Is, is that can I say that? Absolutely. But you're at a place in your journey that you feel like can help other people with what you've learned. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what? It, I was not planning on writing a book, but when they locked us down and I thought it was only going to be a couple of weeks because I never thought people would be, would stay locked down. I, I just can't even believe what we lived through. I'm still dumbfounded, but I just started writing because I thought people are afraid of a disease. Are you kidding me? Like I walked away. I have no fear of disease. I walked away from the medical world 25 years ago. I thought, you know what? I, people just need stories of how we heal ourselves. So I thought I'm just going to share my story. I thought I would do it later because I was still figuring out the money aspect, and you know what I mean. I was just, I was still doing things, and so I what I thought maybe I'd write a book later. But I just started typing because I'm like I'm going to share my healing story, how I got out of my pain and suffering. So people need to hear that, and and now I figure because I understand what's happening with the, the consciousness shifts right now. I think people have to become empowered that we heal ourselves, we create our own reality, we have. This is what's going to break us out of this nightmare we're living in with the the cabal and all this evil, you know, because people are getting sucked into the drama and we keep staying sucked in. I'm not saying not be aware of what's mm-hmm. happening right. and do what you can positively, like being involved in your local government. But don't live in the drama. Work on your happiness. Work mm-hmm. on your own life. That's mm-hmm. how we shift this thing. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, and, and, you know, uh, me, and, me and the wife, we do it. We do a certain thing. We we talk to each other almost sometimes in third person it's like we're driving down the road we're going to a movie and we'll say you know we're going to a movie and then we're going to have, have dinner in life great you know we just point out the fact just audibleize something that's that doesn't have to be said but it needs to be said so our own bodies can hear the world is a dark dark place but look you know you you mentioned writing down what you're thankful for right which is a tremendous thing to do every because people's that is that's healing in and itself but you know so we say hey we're you know what, uh, the so-and-so's getting indicted, but but at the same point, you know, there's a, there's a new Oreo cookie out there. Oh, you know, I mean, so knowledge is okay, and I agree with you, so don't stay in there, but that's how we do it. We just just remind each other, just like we're not even, like we're watching two people go and say, you know what we're doing, we're doing this and that, you know. We're trying to, what we try to do is squeeze every bit of knowledge of how blessed and how thankful we are in the moment rather than later looking back and being thankful, be thankful in the moment, which is, uh, which is an interesting thing, Dr. Lynn, because we had a guest on the program. I mentioned earlier um, about a woman since she was raped. She was, she said she was raped, but she, during the rape, somehow she was thankful that she was still alive. And in other words, Oh, and she she was oh no not not thankful she was forgiving of what was happening to her which really that was probably the worst time in somebody's life ever and to be forgiving because you know that if you you harbor hatred it's going to be like a disease a cancer to yourself and at some point you're going to have to forgive well she's managed to move that forgiveness to this point that is so egregious like I don't even know how you get there to that to that point at that moment you would think well maybe years later she'll forgive. If she somehow had the the grace or understanding there to forgive at that point, which so I guess when you're thankful, be more thankful. We're trying to move that thankfulness closer to the reason you were thankful 
rather than later being thankful for something in the past. Well, I guess that's what I'm saying. I agree with you 100%. I love that you do that. I do that too. I'm very aware of every moment and little thing of like, even like I walked home and I walked home in plenty of time and then the rain started. I'm like, isn't that awesome? Like I got home before the rain. I didn't get wet. You know, like things like that. Mm -hmm. Or I make my cup of coffee in the morning and I'm like, I'm so grateful for this moment, this peace right now. Mm. That's everything. Mm. Well, uh, Dr. Lynn, how can people get your book? So you can go to my website, creatingmydesiredlife.com. It's also on Amazon and Barnes & Noble also. You can just put my name in there and it should pop up. Okay. Well, listen, we're at the end of the broadcast here. I guess we can check the poll one more time. I don't think it's going to change much, but hopefully people will watch this show, maybe even get your book, who knows, and uh, try to work on getting getting their dream life because they can have it if they want it. It's, there's nothing. Absolutely. There's not a government agency out there that can stop you from getting your dream life. And, and most of our most of our own incarceration is right here. Right. So. I agree. All right. Well, hey, we're at the end of the broadcast, Doctor Lynn. Uh, what did you think about the interview? Was was it what you expected? Yeah, I loved it. This was amazing. I so enjoyed talking with you, Daniel. We're very much on the same page. Okay. Well, we're going to let you go, and I appreciate you so much for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. Okay. Bye bye. Bye bye.